Balancing is the central concept behind all the stretching and wellness work that we've created. This is how it started. What happened was that I think everybody knows that muscle groups that are on either side of your body balance each other in function. So for example, the muscles on the outside of your hip, when they contract, generally bring your legs sideways. And the muscles on the inside of your legs bring your legs in towards you. So those are complementary movements for each other. In Western anatomy, they call them agonists and antagonists, but in Chinese, they call them balancing or complementary muscle groups. So when you're stretching a muscle group, as we've talked about it before, the balancing muscle group is essentially essential for that being successful to get that stretch. So when you're stretching your bicep, your tricep has to be flexible enough to shorten. And when you strengthen your bicep, your tricep has to be flexible enough to lengthen. So that's where the balance started to happen when I first started stretching was that the muscle groups on either side of the bone, so the front of your leg and the back of your leg, the two outside of your legs, and then the two angles. And that's the same thing in your upper body. The, the muscles that lift your arm up, the muscles that take your arm back, the muscles that lift your arm sideways, the muscles that bring your arm in, the muscles that take your diagonally up or diagonally down, or in the opposite diagonal up here and down there. Those are balancing uh, vectors of muscles when they contract and when they stretch. So that's when it all started was that I found that it was so important that, say if I wanted to stretch my hamstrings, the muscles on the other side of the bone, in some cases my quad, would have to be flexible enough to shorten so I could stretch my hamstring. So that's where the balance started. But then one day I was stretching and I was stretching my lateral hamstring and my bladder contracted. That made no sense to me whatsoever. And I tried to figure that out. And I called a friend of mine who was, had lived in California, where they knew much more about Chinese medicine at the time than they did on the East Coast. And she said, oh, that's the bladder energy channel. And I said, I don't, I don't really want to know that. And then I got off the phone, and then I stretched my lateral quad, and my stomach contracted. And then I called her on the phone. I said, hey, Evelyn, do they have a stomach meridian? And she said, yes, they do. It's on the, I said, is it on the back of the shoulders? And she said, oh, no, it's on the front lateral part of the quad. And I said, yeah, that's where I found it out, too. I'll get, let me call you back. And then I stretched muscle groups on the inside back of my leg. And my pancreas area contracted. And I called her up and I said, do they have a pancreas meridian? And she said, oh, they have a spleen pancreas. And I said, oh, I don't remember where my spleen is, but the pancreas, that area started contracting in my body, inside of my body. So I, I don't really know how the Chinese at that time had figured out muscle groups and their association with organ function. But all I knew was that when I stretched certain muscles, I got an effect in those organs. Now, most people might find that a little strange, but if you're hit by a car at 70 miles an hour, your organs are, you're much more organ sensitive and you have some serious work you have to do to repair your organ function. So I was already very happy about the thought that I knew that muscles naturally had to contract when they elongated to get a stretch. And that allowed me to start to fix my body and repair and remove the dense fashion scar tissue out of my body. But when it also could affect my organ function, that was really a good idea for me. And so I kept doing those and discovering 
having been very close-minded, and still am, when I was close-minded, I, I didn't want to read Chinese medicine literature. I wanted to find out in my own body. And so I would stretch a muscle group until that organ would show up, and then I'd be like, where do the Chinese think the heart meridian is? And then I'd find it, it was in the same muscle group that I discovered. Years later, a decade later, I discovered two muscle groups that were not identified in Chinese medicine with a meridian yet that I associated with my internal immune system, my thymus on the back of my neck and shoulders going down the back of my arm and my appendix coming up the front of my arm into my cheek and into my temple. So that gave me 16 instead of what's now known in Chinese medicine. So here we are, we have muscle groups that balance each other when they contract and stretch. And then you have organs. So for example, the muscle group on the outside of your leg in Chinese medicine, and in my experience, is associated with the functioning of the gallbladder. But on the inside of the leg, the balancing muscle group is associated with the liver. So the liver produces the bile and your gallbladder releases the bile. So they're kind of partners in terms of that or complementary in function. The muscles on the side, outside of your thigh, front side of your thigh, are associated with your stomach, which digests the food. And then the muscle on the opposite side of the bone, your pancreas, on the back inside of your leg, pancreas and spleen, produces the enzymes to digest that food that's been prepared to digest. And so they're partners again for digestion. And all muscle groups are actually like that. Uh, another one that I think most people are aware of is that if you ever find that you're going to get a cold, one of the first symptoms is that your bowel movements change. You get too loose or constipated in your bowels. And so that's the lung and the large intestine, and those are balancing muscle groups also. So in Chinese medicine, they have this concept of balancing organ physiological function. I found that to be true also. But then I was stretching muscle groups down the front center of my body. And I, at the time I was living in Boston, I think it's pretty obvious to most everybody, I don't look like Mel Gibson. But that's what they're attracted to in Boston. They like that handsome, uh, really emotionally deep, very likable person. I mean, that's not normally how I'm presenting. And so I went outside after stretching these muscle groups down the front center of my body, and every single person, man and woman, hit on me. That had never happened in my whole life. And so I was like, I ran home, I opened up a Chinese medicine book, and that was uh, what they call a conception vessel down the front center of your body. And sexual is what it really is. I was being much more intimate and sexy which is not what I knew how to do most of the time. I was like, oh my God, these stretches are affecting me psychologically. So then I started staying in stretches for long periods of time. I mean, most people go to the movies for two hours and sit in the same position. Ever go to the movies in the same movie and sit in a different position? You'd see a different movie. So I would sit in like a gallbladder stretch for the side of my leg all day long except when I was eating and doing all the things people do for a month. And if you did that and you wrote down on a piece of paper how your perception changed and how your insights into yourself changed, you would start identifying psychological changes and 
perceptual changes that happened to you, among other things. And that became a theory of personality types because every time I would stretch the same muscle group, it would generate certain personality characteristics for me. And those characteristics ended up being balancing for the ones on the other side. So when I stretched the gallbladder muscle group, I became more decisive. I became more dependable. Uh, I became uh, a better decision maker. But when I stretched muscle groups on the inside of the legs, I became more free and less repressed and more likable and helpful. And those qualities balance each other. When I stretch muscle groups on the back of my shoulder, instead of being more depressed, I became more and more creative. And then the muscle groups on the front, which is associated with the heart, I became more unconditionally loving and more taking right action, knowing just the right thing to do with the right person at the right place at the right time. And those qualities balance each other. This comfort level and this reality check of the heart type balances the high creative state of the emotional type. So I found out that here we are, we have muscle groups that balance in action, we have muscle groups that balance in terms of organs, and now you have muscle groups that balance in terms of psychological personality traits. So balancing became the central concept that started to emerge from all the stretching. Ten years later, I made the discovery that I'm very happy about. And what it was was that I found out that the muscle groups on the outside of my leg that were associated with decision-making and the muscle groups associated on the inside of my leg that were associated with freedom and likable, they weren't just balancing each one of those personality types were the conscious and unconscious of each other. So what the type was on the outside of my leg, that gallbladder type, the genius of decision-making, was unconscious of the conscious traits of the liver type, the genius of freedom, humility on the inside of the leg. And so as you stretch muscle groups, you got connected to the unconscious of yourself or that muscle group. So if you're stretching your muscle group for your genetic type, say your genetic type is associated with the pancreas on the back inside of the legs, as you stretch that, you realize the muscle group on the outside of the leg that balances it has to work well in order to stretch and strengthen that muscle group. And when you realize that, you have to stretch the stomach first on the outside of the leg to make the strength and stretch good on the inside of the leg, you start to develop the traits of the stomach personality type, which balance those of the spleen type on the inside of the leg. And then sooner or later, you start to realize that your conscious personality, the source of it isn't your personality, it's the balancing personality type. So if you're a pancreas type and your type is associated with peacefulness, the source of that is the stomach personality type, which is associated with self-expression and knowing how to get things to work. So now you have this concept that a person is a genetic type that the moment the sperm and egg join, you get a genetic foundation of the personality and also an unconscious type that's the source for that personality type. So if you're a particular genetic type, the more your balancing unconscious type is inside,
So your unconscious is a personality type that's the same type as somebody that balances you outside. And the more that's developed, the more you develop as a person. In fact, your success is completely reflective of how much you've developed that balancing part of yourself. So I call those balancing types or your balancing unconscious type. And if you're a male, the unconscious type is a female. And if you're a female, the unconscious type is a male. That's how it works. So it turned into this whole concept of balancing. And then it spreads wider into being balanced in your life. Are you balanced physically in the same sense that you are, have developed yourself psychologically, that you've developed yourself emotionally and spiritually? How do you balance what you've developed with the parts that aren't developed yet and develop those other parts so you become more whole and balanced as a person? And there's a way to do that just by stretching different muscle groups and get other people to help you stretch those muscle groups. That's why balance is the central concept behind everything that we do at the Genius of Flexibility. Have a great day.